This is a story told from the inside out. It has shaped me and formed me in ways I never knew existed. I was always a cat for curiosity, driven by an insatiable thirst for understanding my own nature. I came upon a path of self-healing early, and so I experienced a number of therapeutic modalities, meditations, and earth energies. There simply always was another layer of the onion to peel off. But when the memory of a twin that vanished arose within me, I truly had no idea. It was unexpected, unforeseen, and had never even heard of such a possibility. I had already completed years of study and experience in psychotherapy, family constellations, and shamanic healing journeys, but this had simply never arose. My search was driven by a sense of urgency and purpose. I had to find it, not really knowing what it meant. Perhaps it was a cause, a path, a way of service. Something deep within me that I could not find happiness without. I wanted life to feel like joy, a pleasure to be part of, to reclaim a long-lost sense of belonging. I wanted to finally rid myself of the unbearably heavy weight of sadness I could never quite excuse myself from. To the outside world, I was beginning to seem ungrateful, problematic even, for there was nothing that could excuse this unsociable mood. An inexplicable sadness has always permeated me. Even as a child, I felt sorrowful when things were meant to be good. An adult once came up to me in a store in Texas to say to me, cheer up, kiddo, it can't all be that bad. Or I was often told, don't be so grateful, when what called for smiles was met with tears. My joy has felt compromised by a sense of loss which ran much deeper than any other human emotion. And yet I never had a reason to justify it. This made it all the more grueling a feeling to carry and a challenge for my own mental health. Was I really just ungrateful or was I imagining things? Bottom line was, feeling happy didn't come naturally. In fact, the closer I felt to being happy, the stronger the sense would be that either myself or the person of my affections at the time would abandon me, or worse still, that they would die. Sounds exaggerated? Who can ever really judge the intensity or righteousness of another's emotions? But so it felt like for me. I've always felt like I'm chasing things which don't exist or looking for a love which I will never find, losing those closest to me in the meantime. It was impossible to sit still. I blamed my parents and I blamed my partners, but most limiting to the way I led my life was blaming myself for something I'm not even sure existed. Born to be alive isn't a true story in the real sense of the word. What I'm sharing with you never existed, or I can't prove physically that it existed at least not by anyone else's accord, but mine. And yet my awareness of this invisible other has become the most defining influence in my life. This is the process of trying to share it outside of me so that the sensation of this memory isn't so all-encompassing.
Born to be Alive is a story of self-discovery and realization through what is defined as the vanishing twin syndrome. I have avoided affiliating myself with anything that has the word syndrome attached to it, but it has been comforting to know that there are others who have experienced life in a similar way. It wasn't until a particularly deep dive into myself while moving to another country, which rocked my very foundations of trust and survival, that I discovered a larger pool of people who define themselves as womb twin survivors. It was alarming and comforting at the same time. By reading Anthea Haitian's Ripples from the Womb, I knew I was now officially not alone in this. My situation had a name, and what is particular about it is in fact the difficulty in recognizing it. Anthea writes, Womb twin survivors do not always know they had a twin. Alternatively, they may know, but do not realize that there can be any sub subsequent psychological effects. In my opinion, vanishing twin syndrome is an invisible, unidentifiable and an unwitnessed event in time to the outside world. The challenge of overcoming the denial and incredulity of it all is part of the defining factors from my experience. There is a strong sense of isolation created by the fact that only you can experience what this feels like. Most people kind of nod in respectful silence when they hear about vanishing twin syndrome or even the idea of life before birth. It challenges the very foundations of our belief system in what can be defined as true and real the visible effects of an invisible world. How is this even possible? To have the courage to dive deep within myself and find the way back out with my sanity intact is perhaps what I can now define as my ultimate training as a qualified therapist. In the next episode, I will share how I first realized the possibility I could have been conceived as a twin. While immersed in warm water, I began to see, feel and become aware of aspects of myself which lay much deeper in my human psyche. If you feel that you too could be struggling to come to grips with an invisible reality, please do get in touch. I support, I support both adults and children come to terms with their twin that vanished.